On today's episode of the RN to Writer Show, I'm going to talk about what an LOI is and what it's not. Welcome to the RN to Writer Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes, and I built a six-figure writing business in my spare time. And today, I help other nurses launch their own freelance writing careers. On today's episode, I want to talk about what an LOI is, and equally importantly, what it is not. So first, let me define LOI. If you hang around freelance writer groups, especially on the content side, you're going to hear this term thrown around, L-O-I. It's a simple initialism that stands for Letter of Introduction. So what is a Letter of Introduction? Well, it's a sales tool. Um, now, if the, if the word sales just made you go, <gasps> don't worry. Letters of Introduction are one of the most common ways in content writing to land a client. A letter of introduction is a simple email that you send to a prospective client that very briefly outlines who you are, the services you're offering, and importantly, how that would benefit the client. Clients are constantly looking for freelance writers. If you go back and re-listen to episode four of the RN to Writer show with Marna Palmer, you'll notice that she says she trolls LinkedIn looking for writers when they need them. But you can't sit around and wait for that to happen or you're not going to get very far in this business. So one of the best ways to reach out to prospective clients is to send them an LOI. This is the industry standard in writing. So I mention this because I don't want you to feel icky. This is not about compiling a vast list or purchasing a list of email addresses and massively spamming people. That's not what an LOI is about. You should send LOIs to prospects you have personally identified. and Clients expect to receive these emails from writers all the time. In fact, my experience has been a lot of the time when they receive an LOI from a nurse who writes, they start jumping for joy because that's the kind of writer that they may have been seeking and they haven't been able to figure out how to find you. So LOIs can establish a wonderful connection right off the bat between you and a prospective client. So now that I've sort of covered what an LOI is, let me explain what it is not because I find that Making this distinction can help you write a stronger LOI to get started in your writing career or to land bigger and better clients. An LOI is not a resume or a cover letter. It can be difficult for nurses to make the transition from the employee mindset to being a business owner. And so when they're starting out, they rely on what they know, which is how to submit resumes with a cover letter. But that is not what an LOI is. An LOI needs to sell your services. 
An LOI is a sales piece. It does not have to be pushy. It does not have to be hard sales. But it does need to avoid language that makes it sound like a resume cover letter. Here's an example. Many nurses who send me LOIs to critique write something along these lines. I am Susie Nurse RN and I have 30 years of experience in oncology. I achieved my master's degree at Humpty Dump University and I now would like to transition into writing. I would appreciate your consideration for any positions that may be open. That is not an LOI, that's a cover letter for a resume. And so you do want to avoid that kind of language. To be perfectly blunt, clients don't care that you've had so many years of experience in nursing or that you have a master's degree from a prestigious university. They may care about that when you move further into conversations with them. But for your LOI, you need to really highlight your credentials and education that makes sense for that particular client. And being a writer, having a high-level degree is not necessarily beneficial, although it can be if you have a doctoral degree and, you know, a million years of experience, you might, in fact, touch on that. But you want to avoid saying, for example, I'm transitioning into a writing career. That screams, I'm new at this and I don't know what I'm doing. That's not the kind of person that a client wants to bring on. Instead, what you need to do is make the case for the fact that you're an expert, even if you're not an expert yet, okay? And I'm going to get to that in a moment. Again, just remember that this is not an employer-employee relationship. Think about the flyers and, and things that you get from real estate agents and so on and so forth in your mailbox trying to get your business to sell your house. Those pieces don't approach you as if they want you to hire you for a job. Those pieces sell you on why you should pick that real estate agent to handle your home sale. So how do they accomplish that? Well, they use strategies that you can use in your LOI. Real estate agents may say, we've closed 10 sales in your neighborhood in the past 30 days, and all of them were sold above asking price. Now that's pretty powerful, isn't it? That gets your attention. That's the kind of tactic you can use in your own LOI. If you have information about the results you get for clients, you should include that. If you have worked with major brands and corporations, you should include that. But do not despair if you don't have that level of experience yet. That's okay because you can write aspirational copy in your LOI. Let me give you an example of what I mean. So a strong LOI is going to consist, as I said, of five to seven sentences. You want to open with a very brief statement of who you are and what you do. So for example, in my own LOI, I used to say, my name is Elizabeth Haynes RN. 
and I have worked with major brands such as WebMD, HealthGrades, Anthem, and Dignity Health to achieve the results they want from their content initiatives. Okay, right in that one sentence, I packed in who I am. I got some a type of social proof by saying that I worked with major brands and naming them. And I touched on a benefit to this prospect. I can help you achieve the results you want from your content. Just in one sentence, okay? Now again, if you don't have all those brands and you don't have that much experience yet, then what you need to do is write aspirational statements instead. Hello, my name is Dora Nurse RN and I help major healthcare brands achieve results with their content marketing. So that's easy, right? It's not just disingenuous to say that you work with major brands because eventually you're going to. And that's what you aspire to. And when you use that kind of language, it conveys to the prospect that you consider them a major brand, even if perhaps they're not. The next thing that you can say is you can be a little more specific. When you're prospecting, you can look at the kinds of content the prospect publishes. For example, maybe this is a, a client, a health system that has some patient-facing blogs that cover different health conditions like breast cancer. Maybe they have a, a really popular patient blog about breast cancer research and alternative therapies and things like that. Then in your next sentence, you can convey that you understand what the prospect does by highlighting the benefit of having you write the content for them. So in your second sentence, you can say something like, I'm a nurse with 30 years of onco oncology experience, much of which was spent in the breast health setting, and I can help you achieve your content goals such as calling for an appointment or booking a procedure with your health system. Those are the types of marketing goals that clients seek when they engage in content marketing. That client is not publishing this breast cancer blog out of altruism to benefit the community, although yes, that is certainly part of why they do it, but mainly they're doing it to establish their health system as the leading authority in their community on this topic so that people will choose them for breast cancer care. So as a content writer, your goal is to convey to the client that you understand this and that you can help them achieve those goals. Now, maybe this is all sounding kind of complicated to you. Maybe you're like, that's clear as mud, Beth. Thank you so much for sharing that. Well, I understand that. And so because this topic is kind of difficult to explain on camera, I have a little gift for you. Because you're watching the RN to Writer show or you're listening on the podcast, I want you to check in the description or the show notes for a link 
to a PDF that not only has a sample LOI, but has a template you can follow to make this very, very simple. Basically, in the template, you're just going to fill in the top part with the information that pertains to you. You always want to include some specific links to your work samples if you have them. And I recommend a link to your LinkedIn page so that clients can look up your website, so you're a professional, look at a couple of examples of your work, know that you have the writing chops and you understand content marketing. And then you can just start sending that LOI from the template to your prospects and wait for them to get back to you. So that's it for today's episode of the RN to Writer Show. We've talked about what an LOI is. It's basically a very short sales letter, but don't let that put you off. This is standard in our industry for prospecting. And what it is not, it is not a cover letter for a resume. Clients really uh, don't care about you. They want to know what's in it for them. So make sure you touch on the benefits you can bring to them because that's going to be key to your success. If you have comments, put them in the comments. If you're interested in being on the show to talk about this some more, hit us up at hello at rntowriter.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Elizabeth Haynes. Keep pitching.